This call is okay. now being recorded. We've got Richard with us on the line. Now, um, Rich, tell, uh, first of all, for the folks that haven't heard you on the program before, tell us a little bit on your back. Well, a little bit what? I'm sorry. Tell us a little bit about your background, Richard. Tell us all about oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry about that, James. I'm, uh, I've, I'm driving. I'm going to pull over now. Uh, my background. Well, I'm from Los Angeles, California. I have four children. I'm married to my childhood sweetheart. Uh, we've known each other a long time, and we ended up having four kids, which was a surprise to us. But we have three boys and a girl. We have uh, They're now grown, and I couldn't write the book until they grew up because I uh, wanted to be sure that what I was telling people to do was something that had worked out for us. And, you know, mostly I wrote a book called Raising Children That Other People Like to Be Around. And the book is really not about how to discipline your children, but how to discipline yourself as a parent so that you can do the job most effectively. Now, uh, Richard, this uh, this book is incredibly well written. Tell me about the writing process for the book. Well, it started many years ago. I'd say about uh, 12 years ago I sat down and I just started taking notes about things that I saw parents do that didn't make sense to me. And then I tried to yep. figure out why they why they would do those things and what I what I used as my own rationale for imposing a sense of order in our family and being the leader in our family and understanding that somebody in the family has to take the job seriously and take responsibility for being a parent. And what I saw a lot of was parents who didn't take responsibility for their children. And ultimately, what ends up is you have a child who gets crazy because nobody's in charge, and they really want to know what the rules are, and they really want to know who's in charge. Now, this this book, like I mentioned, incredibly well written. Uh, tell me about some of the different reviews and things you've gotten on the book so far. Well, I think people have been very grateful for to have a simple, straightforward, plain talk kind of uh, manual for raising children. And the, the fact is that I, um, I, I'm a guy. I wrote it from a father's point of view. I'm not overly sensitized about you know, whether I'm going to hurt this child's feelings or not. I mean, I obviously worry about their feelings, but when children are young, it's much more important to me that they behave properly because I don't care if they feel like going to bed. I want them to go to bed. And, you know, I have this very sort of simple belief that we all have been parented, and when we become parents, we can look back on the way we were parented in order to to draw some conclusions about how we want to raise our own children. And, you know, all of our parents did something we complain about, and I'm sure my kids have plenty that they complain about the way my their mom and I raised them. But the fact is that you can do a better job than your parents did. If your parents were critical and mean and insensitive, you don't have to be the same boneheaded person that they were. And I think a lot of parents get stuck in that rut that, well, this is how my parents do it, but this is how I'm going to do it. So my reviews have been very much grateful for somebody who's willing to say there's no such thing as a perfect parent and someone who has laid it out in a very simple, you know, I use the word smart, S-M-A-R-T, set an example, make the rules, apply the rules, respect yourself, and teach in everything you do. And I think people are grateful for that simplicity. We've got a great guest with us today. Summarize the book in just a few sentences for us. 
Well, the book is called Raising Children That Other People Like to Be Around. And I think what it is is it's a common-sense guide to parenting based on the word smart. Set an example, make the rules, apply the rules, respect yourself, and teach in everything that you do. And the fact is that all of us are capable of being great parents, and this book gives you the tools you need to understand that the job you're doing is a noble job and an important job, and your children should be grateful to you for the fact that you're doing it and that you're the boss with your child. So if my book was about anything, it's about the fact that we are driving a taxi cab and our children are the passengers. We need to pretend we know where we're going or we need to actually know where we're going because if we don't, our kids will get crazy in the back seat. And when they get crazy, they act out and they misbehave and they don't trust us because we need to be confident in the way we lead them through the world. We've got an incredible guest with us today talking about an incredible book. Um, this, this this book is fantastically well written. What is the overall theme of the book? I think the theme is self-confidence, that as parents, you need to believe that you know what you're doing. And you know what? You certainly know more than your kid does. So the bottom line is that you need to believe that what you're doing is in your child's best interest. Even when your child doesn't believe that and cries and says, no, I don't want to do it, it's like, you know, no kid likes to go to the doctor and get a shot, but that's what happens, and it's better for them to have to get that shot. So, you know, you just got to kind of man up and do the job of being a parent and take it seriously and be on top of it. We've got a great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. Richard joins us. What makes your book different from others like it? Well, a friend said to me, you know, it's written by a man, so that makes it different. I use my own family as a case study, so you'll get to know my family when you read the book. It's funny. I think it's funny in some places. I mean, it kind of makes its point. And he said he learned a lot from it. And the fact that he had learned from it made it very valuable. Um, you know, I've, I have designed it sort of like a textbook in that at the end of every chapter, at the end of every one of those SMART things, there's a summary of like, well, so what did we learn about setting an example? How do we do that? What do we know? And at the end of making the rules, I summarize that so that as you go through it, you can sort of build your knowledge and your self-confidence all the way in the process. So that, that distinguishes it, I think. It's kind of nobody, you know, everybody says nobody wrote an owner's manual for having children. And what I did as a guy, because I did a lot of mechanical stuff when I was younger, I just decided I'd write an owner's manual. And then when I was writing the owner's manual, it became more than like, if you flip this switch, then that'll happen, and here's how you start the engine. It just was basically, what are the overall themes that I think are very important in raising a happy family and a happy child? And so I distilled them all down and put them into this book. We've got a great guest with us today. What's next for you as an author, and how can fans reach out to you? Well, I can be found at commonsensedad.com. That's my website. And my next book is about uh, relationships. So it's sort of a prequel to having children. It's about how to communicate with your spouse. And uh, the book is currently got two titles. One of them is Things I've Learned from My Wife. But that's probably the subtitle. The, I think the main title is going to be called How to Live with a Woman or Things I've Learned from My Wife. So I've taken a poll. I have, um, I'm going to be sending out uh, questionnaires, and anyone who would like me to send them a questionnaire is free to uh, write me a Common Sense Dad and just write questionnaire, please, and give me your email address. 
and then uh, they'll get a questionnaire, and it asks a lot of questions about cohabitating. And basically, it's designed to sort of synchronize. The book will be designed to synchronize couples so that as they go into having children, they'll already be one step ahead in terms of their having communicated with each other about their goals, which, by the way, is part of the set an example chapter as well. Now, uh, Richard, you are a fantastic, fantastic guest. I appreciate you being on with us today. One last question for you. What are some of your sure. expectations for the book? Well, I would like the book to be read by a lot of people. I think that um, if we can raise respectful children, then we don't have to worry about things like sexual harassment. We don't have to worry about people being rude and unkind. I mean, I think it's important to teach your children that there are other people in the world. So in the biggest possible picture, I would love people to read the book and to apply the lesson because I think it will make better children and better citizens and I think that will improve our neighborhood. And uh, I know that's a lofty goal, but I really learned that there's a high cost. There's a high cost to bad parenting, and it, it really is all this metal detector stuff and all these, you know, sexual harassment lawsuits. I mean, teach your child to be ladies and gentlemen and teach them how to respect other people. And I think the world will go a lot more easily for all of us. Well, Richard, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on the program. Thanks for having me on, James. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. We'll talk soon.